Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name's Hassan. And I'm Derek. And we are here to talk movies and all kinds of shit. Eventually, we'll figure out exactly what the intro is going to be like for this show. But until then, <laughs> we'll just keep winging it. Keep on winging it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Derek, uh, how was your week? What are you up to? How are you feeling today? Oh, let's see. Uh, week was good. Okay. Um, yeah, can't complain. Mental health's been in check, so we're happy Good. about that. Yep. We are. Um, very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, other than that, it's just been a pretty mellow week. Did a lot of cleaning on the house and hanging out and look, waiting for uh, waiting for the DC you know, Universe news mm-hmm. to drop. And, uh, yeah, today I'm feeling a little emotionally compromised just because uh, I watched the mm-hmm. episode episode three of the last of us we'll get to it <laughs> but uh, I'm not you know I'm I'm out of sorts a little bit because of that today yeah anyway. it was a it was an emotional one um, an episode I did not see coming um, no so yeah well we will get to that for sure for sure um, how are you how was your week good I celebrated a birthday you did how did week. it go what did you do um, it was good. Uh, I celebrated on on my actual birthday, which was Wednesday. I oh, fun. went went to dinner with my mom and my brother and and uh, a couple other people in my family, and it was really good and fun. Where'd you go? We went to uh, we went to Benihana, did some Ooh, uh, hibachi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, did you get the uh, the shrimp in the pocket? Uh, or catch the shrimp in the mouth or whatever they do now? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know they do all that. You know they do all that. <laughs> I um, love Benihana's. When you make the little train out of the, uh, out of the, uh, I don't know, whatever it was, <laughs> and make yeah. the volcano out of the, <laughs> yeah, onion, out of the onion and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did that. And then um, on Saturday, I just invited a bunch. I just put a, a blanket invite on um, Instagram for people to come through to Barney's where I DJ normally. Right. Um, and, yeah. A uh, uh, few people showed up and came through and and hung out with me and celebrated and it was cool. Um, yeah, just kept it light and uh, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, cool. Yeah, a good time. All right, sounds good. Yes, sir. Um, all right, shall we? Uh, we got a lot of uh, <laughs> news this morning. Yes, we did. Um, so let's uh, let's jump into uh, let's jump into it. Jump into news. All right. Do you um, want to start with the DC reveals, or do we want to talk about some other stuff first? Let's. I mean, we we got so much DC stuff. Let's try to knock all that out, and then we'll knock it we'll, out first. We'll cherry pick any any other things after that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um, yes. So let's see. Where do you want to start with the DC slate? Let's um, let's start with. Uh, I guess uh, it's becoming uh, a tradition. It's like a it's like a recurring segment. Let's start with the DM, shall we? Let's slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, sure, so you want to talk about the, the last thing you sent me? Oh, so I was actually going to talk about the slate, the list of all the projects that oh, that okay. was listed today. That way we can do that and then break it down by what, you know, topics that we know about that we can actually talk about. Cause some of them Let's, are yeah. a little, uh, some of them are a little lesser known for me. Cause I'm not as big of a DC fan as I am a Marvel fan. So, okay. um, you know, some of these superheroes are a little bit like, I don't really know a whole ton about them. So yeah, let's can, talk about them. Let's okay. uh, let's run down the list. Cool. So um, up first is Superman Legacy. These are movies that we're going to start with the movies that they do. Uh, Superman Legacy. Um, it, apparently, it won't be an origin story. It's coming in July eleventh, twenty twenty five. It's uh, Gunn was saying that it's really going to be the launch of the DCU. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently writing it, and um, Gunn is hoping that he'll direct it. It's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. And that's from okay. Peter Safran. Mm, okay. So. Um, very, very interesting. I know. Uh, now, is this is this the... Is this the Superman project that has had Michael B. Jordan attached, or is this no, something completely different? Than that, that was a Superman project that I believe, I believe J.J. Abrams was attached to. Okay. I might be okay. wrong on that. I know he was attached to a Superman script for a little while. Yeah. Whether it was the Michael B. Jordan one or not, I'm not sure. But I believe okay. that it was the Michael B. Jordan Superman. I don't think that that project's moving forward anymore. Okay. Um, I think that was more of a Hail Mary than anything else, actually, more of a right. fan casting kind of thing that might mm-hmm. almost came true. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't think okay. that's – I think pretty much anything, if it hasn't been made yet, the, the basically from Gunn's State of the Union address that he put up on, the, on socials today, um, essentially what I can surmise from it is that if it's not already made, then they're not going to use it. Okay. Um. Makes sense. Like he said that uh, he said that uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. He said he's excited about Flash. Um, said Aquaman two, um, and then after that, it's all new stuff. Okay. It's all the DCU stuff that's coming out. And he was saying too that what they'll be doing is they'll be running continuity between animation and um, and live action as well, and mm-hmm. that the actors that are playing, like let's say you've got an actor for. Batman, which we'll talk about here, the new Batman project, any mm-hmm. Batman DCU project moving forward will be voiced by that Batman actor. Okay. So they'll be able to seamlessly move between animation and live action, and it'll still be the same Batman, essentially. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I thought that was a cool idea, too. Yeah. So now I'm like, he's been doing the voice of Batman for a while, so let's get Jensen Ackles in the suit and see how he does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd make a good Batman, I think, man. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. And now, now are they are they continuing to do the uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman? Yes. Is so it? that will okay. be so that he was saying is car is part of the Elseworlds kind of stuff. Like gotcha. they're still part of the DCU, but it's not in the main run of DCU. They were saying that every project that they have for coming up that we'll be talking about today is. Um, with the exception of like the Batman and uh, and uh, Todd Phillips' The Joker series, those are presented as like Elseworlds. So it's still part of the universe of DC, but it's not necessarily part of the DCU, essentially. Mm-hmm. If that makes okay. sense. Because they're trying to link everything together, I think. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Are, are, you, are you getting this? Uh, are you looking at the IGN article for this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, me too. I just want to yeah. make sure some. I I'm, sent you I'm, all uh, the IGN the stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I should say. If you're listening, we're getting all of our information from IGN posting today. They were the ones that yeah. had, they were the ones that posted it all first, um, mm-hmm. straight from his page. So um, I just went with them because they were the first break, the first news breakers. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's the Superman. Yeah. Then we've got and The then, Brave uh, and the Bold, which is Batman's new. Um, Movie. He's going to be dealing with his son Damian Wayne, which will be mm-hmm. cool. Um, I like Damian as a character, um, and it's yep. going to be a father-son story, is what That's they're cool. saying. Um, it's the story of. It's going to be the story of Damian, and um, 
Yeah. It's also going to feature other members of the extended Bat family as well. Mm-hmm. So that'll That's be fun. Good. So they're going yeah. a little bit older with Bat, with their DCU Batman, to where he's already had a son and he's raised, mm-hmm. you know, Robin into Nightwing and you know all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. <clears throat> there's a also uh, announced. Apparently, there was a Supergirl movie, Supergirl Woman yeah. of Tomorrow. Yeah, getting um, there. Um, yeah, yeah. She. Um, So what they're going to do is they're basically taking it from the run where she grew up on a chunk of Krypton and watched okay. like all of her family and friends die. And so she's a much darker like character than we're used to Supergirl being. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's coming straight from James Gunn. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so okay. that's all the info we have on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a Swamp Thing movie. Uh-huh. Beyond that, there's no not really details, but um, James mm-hmm. but Gunn mentioned that it's going to lean more towards the horror aspect of film, which I think is a perfect you know way to do Swamp Thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've got Swamp Thing. There's the Authority, which mm-hmm. is a superhero, a super team um, that is that thinks that the world is broken. And they're going to fix it by any means necessary. Oh, that sounds fun. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're doing sure that. Won't go, I'm sure it won't go wrong at all. No, no. It'll be perfect and everybody will love them. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all we have for movies, for the movie slate. And mm-hmm. then... Um, let me double check. Um, let me, let oh. me read you some of these characters yeah, from uh, The Authority. Um, some of the founding members, this is from Wikipedia, some mm-hmm. of the founding members of the authority were Jenny Sparks, uh, l- listed as the spirit of the 20th century in the group's founder and original leader. Okay. Um, I'm going to see what her powers are because that's very interesting to me. I'm, I'm guessing probably some kind of like, okay, um, she has control over electricity, ability to transform herself into electricity and has decelerated aging. Um, that sounds cool. That's awesome. Uh, let's see what else. What other characters we got here? Um, we have Apollo, the sun god. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a very formal said. title. Yeah. <laughs> we have Midnighter, aka Lucas Trent, who uh, described as the knights br- knights bringer of war. Um, I wonder what his. I wonder if he's a. Uh, oh, this guy looks like Voldemort. That's cool. Um, let's see. His abilities are enhanced physical attributes, temporary pain suppression. Aux- he has an auxiliary heart. Ooh. Um, uh, yeah, he's just like a super soldier-y kind of guy, but like looks like Voldemort. That's kind of cool. Cool. The Midnighter. Uh, we also have the Doctor. Um, the Doctor. A.K.A. the Shaman. Um, we have Well, that's not a doctor at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a doctor of sorts. Um, <laughs> a doctor of witchcraft yeah and then a character called swift the winged huntress so that sounds cool okay um yeah all right uh these characters all sound cool i'm I'm looking forward to this yeah oh i'm sorry the um the last movie that i meant to mention was the batman part two got a release date for october 20 october 3rd 2025 okay, okay. that makes sense so they're going to so, make me wait two more years for another Bat- the Batman movie, which yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah, 
Come on. Give it to me. Daddy needs his fix. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Uh, so we've got the TV show options mm-hmm. that they're doing. Uh, the first one up is Waller. So they're going to have a TV show based around Amanda Waller and her um, adventures with Team Peacemaker. Okay. Yeah, that's all the news we have on that so far. I'm assuming then, Viola Davis will reprise the role. Uh, I'm not sure. They didn't okay. say anything. So okay. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying she won't, but I haven't heard any news that she will be. So can't confirm. Gotcha. Okay. You know, um, and then next up is a TV show called Lanterns. That Gunn said is going to be more of like a couple. It's going to focus on a couple of Green Lanterns as they police like the Earth sector. And okay. um, it's going to be, he said, he he mentioned one of the inspirations for it is True Detective, which makes me very happy and very excited because I love that yes. first season so much. It hurts. Yeah, that is that is really cool. And I, I if man, it would be really cool to see a Green Lantern um, show that has that kind of tone, like a mm-hmm. very kind of serious kind of dark tone. I think that'd be great. I wonder which one. I wonder which lantern is going to be the Matthew McConaughey character. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. That, yeah, that'll that be really cool. cool. Um, they were saying that they will be working on a, their own mystery, but they will uncover a mystery that's much larger that will link link to the DCU as a whole. Okay. So, that's cool. Um, there's Creature Commandos, which I don't know too much about Creature Commandos. I'm going to look them up, but it's a it's essentially like a ragtag group of misfit, you know, creature themed. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Um, they're a fictional DC Comics team of military superhumans originally set in World War II. The team, ha- uh, the team was composed of a human team leader, a werewolf, a vampire, a Frankenstein's monster, and a gorgon. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yep. So basically DC's take on you know the classic sort of movie monster guys. I hope that it's based in World War II as well. That would be amazing, yeah. That would be an awesome property to watch. You could get away with it. Plus, it'd be fun to watch superheroes kill, like, DC superheroes actually kill Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so he's written, uh, Gunn has written the Creature Commandos series uh, okay. himself. Um, and I think it's going to it's gonna be a limited-run uh, TV show. Gotcha. Okay. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, I'm down. I love it. Let's let's get that Thank going. Yeah. I'm saying um a lot today. It's fine. There's Booster Gold, which is going to be another TV show. Mm-hmm. Where this guy, I know a little bit about this guy. He's a he's a loser from the future who travels back in time to become a superhero and get everybody to like him. That's so funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yes. Um, that's cool. Well, that I so that I I wonder if that one. If that one will lean more comedic. I mean, it almost has to. Given I, that, you have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, trial and error yeah. as a superhero. You know, I think that that oh, would be. Oh, man. I wonder who they have in mind for Booster Gold. Right? That's it's got to really be some, some it, he looks like this cocky, perfectly white tooth, just like, hello, I'm the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah looking forward good. to that. And then um, Paradise Lost is um, being touted as Game of Thrones, but with Amazons from Wonder Woman's world. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, I, I love that. That's cool. Yes. Uh, 
It's going to be a mystical drama with massive battles and political intrigue. Intrigue, excuse me. Um, and it's not sure what era the show takes place in, so we might see Wonder Woman, we might not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're leaving that ambiguous until they decide. Yes, absolutely. Um. Yes. So. Cool. So that's that's all the new projects, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, that's all cool. the new projects that we have. That's all the news that we've got for uh, DCU. Okay. Um. I think. Let me double check here. Make sure I covered it all. Chuka chuka chuka. Yes. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's all the that's the DC slate. I'm excited, man. What do you think? I'm excited too. I this um, it's exciting that they have some sense of where they're going and that someone is <laughs> calling the shots. Uh, I think that's a good sign for the mm-hmm. studio overall. Um, it sounds like they're um, leaning into uh, other characters besides the main like Justice League kind of characters, right? Um, which I think is a good move at this point because I think we're all a little exhausted of like the Zack Snyder verse. So yes. it's good that they're going in, in you know, a very different direction with all these characters and stuff. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited I'm about it. Uh, they say that they have the next the the next eight to ten years planned out for the DCU. Great. So that's good to I'm hear. Like, cool. Like that sounds great. At least we have somebody that's in the driver's seat, calling yeah. some good shots. Yeah, that's exactly what they need. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're not just barreling down the highway with no driver anymore. <laughs> Looking at Zack Snyder, who was frankly going through a lot on his own. Yeah. You, uh, uh, okay. So let's move on from DC. Uh, and, uh, the rest of these DMs here, you sent me, uh, uh, from IGN, a, uh, a report that says John Wick four has the series most action by a good margin, <laughs> which, which is insane. If you how consider- do you top? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand how you do that because John Wick three was like nonstop. Gun battle? <laughs> it must be like it must. It must be I don't, five I, minutes of plot exposition, and then it's an hour or two hours of just him just shooting people. Mm-hmm. It's got to be that, um, and fighting Donnie Yen. Yeah. Oh yes, uh, which I'm very excited for. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, I love these movies with a passion, and I do too. to me, like you can do no wrong with these movies. They're great. Um, yeah, they're they're really good. I I I love the they I love the lane that they've kind of positioned themselves in, where like mm-hmm. there's just enough like comic booky elements to it to where like they can kind of do anything at this point, and we'll buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and they've done it really well. Like they've like. Um, they, I think they've created a, 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 a universe that feels grounded, but is also like, feels like it's something out of a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great. Like you can just totally like, cause one of my favorite aspects of these movies, honestly, is like the world building and kind of seeing more and more about how these, this weird, like <laughs> this weird cult of, uh, assassins, like how they operate around the world. Like, I just think it's cool. Um, I felt so, like they didn't handle it like the best way, but I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of clunky the way they introduced it, but like mm-hmm. I'm not com- I'm not like mad about it. You know what I mean? It was one of those yeah. where I was like, it's gonna be weird no matter how you introduce it, but right. you know, whatever. Yeah. It's a it's nitpick like, from me, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like it. It can I guess like, um, 
going into these movies, I guess it like when they start introducing all of the like more like fantastical elements of it, like it it kind of feels a little jarring because so much of the action is so grounded. But like once you accept that that's kind of the premise of it, it's like yeah, there's a lot of goofy stuff going on, but like what, you know, the the star of the show is like the very grounded action. I think it kind of works for me. Yeah. It almost feels like a video game, which I'm surprised they haven't done yet, but they're working um, on it. Okay, well there we go. Uh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's but, gonna uh, be yeah. great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like, I kind of almost hope they like, <laughs> like at this point, like I'm totally fine if they just lean all the way into that stuff and like, you know, it becomes kind of like, uh, you know, John Wick, but like, <laughs> almost like. Um, <clears throat> Not exactly national treasure, but like that level of like what's going on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like I that think that level would be of cool. goofiness. Yeah, like that level. Not necessarily <laughs> like comedy, but like in terms of the world building. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I wouldn't mind it going like as as fanciful as they want. You know what I mean? Because I gotcha. think the, the the grounded sort of action, like I think, is a good balance for it. So, but yeah, like I love all of the <laughs> like. I personally loved like all of the weird like Assassin's Creed style stuff when he goes and like meets the higher up guy in the desert and he like takes his finger. Like <laughs> I like part, all that stuff. <laughs> that part to me, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, it is dumb, but I'm like, nice as I shove popcorn in my face, you know? <laughs> I just like big swings in a movie like this because this movie is all about big swings. It is. It's huge swings. So I'm like, this is fine. I'm fine with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, That's I love this, really this funny. series, and I, I can't wait for the fourth one. Uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think this one's going to be the last one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. But whatever. I mean, that's great. Let's get Keanu freed up to do something else. Yeah, let's get him in a Marvel movie, shall we? Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, uh, or a DC movie. See. Yeah, or a DC movie. He said he's interested in playing Batman. That's true. Um, that would be insane. Keanu um, Reeves' as Batman would probably blow my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think he's old enough now, like to where like uh, he could believably play like a Batman Beyond era Batman, um, where he's like training some whippersnapper. Yeah, I mean, yes, he would fit if you're doing the Damian Wayne story. The problem mm-hmm. with Batman Beyond is you have to have Bruce Wayne that's old enough to where the point where he can still do things if he has to, but he chooses not to most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a cane. You know what I mean? Right. He's got injuries. Like, yeah, you can't think, sustain the lifestyle. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh, especially after watching uh, The Last of Us and watching you know Nick Offerman play like older i think you could do that with keanu reeves because i think keanu reeves has this energy about him i think his kind of stoic presence would would be good in a role like that you know you just mm-hmm. gray, gray his hair and give him a cane i think you, you could believably do it um yeah i think uh i think that'd be great but yeah he, he he'd be great in in almost anything so just like yeah just put him in something put him in something well here's hoping they do an elseworld style movie where they do a batman be beyond great. project that would be cool. yeah they have to like it's, it's such a beloved, especially for our generation, oh, like yeah. the people who are mainly going to watch these movies. Uh, that like is such a beloved um, property, a Batman property. So I think they uh, they almost have to do it. Um, yeah, it's it's coming. It's getting down to time where they just need to do it. Otherwise, you know, they're waiting. I think too Keanu long. Reeves would make a great Silver Surfer too. 
Um, he would. He's like that voice and that like kind of stoic delivery would be really good for I think a Silver Surfer. Um, but yeah, um, cool. Eddie Murphy wants to return as a donkey for. Well, I also uh, would like twenty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> I actually don't mind the Shrek movies. I think no. they're. I think the first one is great. First one's um, amazing. I think the second one is good. Mm-hmm. The third one is fine. They but fall off the longer that they go. They do. But I don't mind them, though. Like, I, no. I, I'm not mad that they exist, you know? No. I kind of want to see the new Puss in Boots movie. Yeah, I heard that's really good. It's supposed um, to be, yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't um, mind seeing another Shrek movie. If Mike Myers is down for it, Yeah, then mm-hmm. let's do it, you know? Totally. Why not? Um, yep. Uh, we could do, a, do, a, do an adventure that starts in on a where are they now kind of segment. Sure, yeah. And those movies have become so meta that you could like totally do whatever you want with those mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, um, which I'm all for. Do whatever. Like I like the I like the concept of like that <laughs> this guy, this ogre character. Like you know, you can use all of like the fantasy, like the you know the traditional fantasy characters and stuff like that. Like you can do all of that, um, and yeah, and populate populate Shrek's, Shrek's world with whatever you want. So I'm I'm excited about that. Hopefully they do another one. If not, that's also fine. Yeah, right. I'll just keep watching the original. <laughs> yep. Um, there, you sent me some Last of Us news um, that will uh, be more uh, prescient once we cover it. But um, Neil Druckmann confirms that The Last of Us uh, Season 2 will be adapted from um, The Last of Us Part 2, the game, um, which is very exciting to know. Mm-hmm. I think it's exciting to know because... Um, they, uh, you know, when they announced the show, I didn't know if they were like going to do that. Like I thought I, you know, because I could very, e- I could very easily see them like breaking the first show up into two seasons. Right. Um, but it, it's exciting to me because I think this means that the, the, the entirety of the game's narrative will be, um, portrayed in this first season, which I think will be very satisfying for fans. Yeah, and they um, also confirmed and, that The Last of Us Part Two would have to be two seasons. Yes, it would, because um, there's a lot. Have you played the second game? I have. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a in lot that in game. it. It's and a it, busy game. It covers game. a lot of time. <laughs> um, but I think that game, as much as I love the first one, I think the second one is truly a masterpiece I in terms too. of like storytelling. So I think I, I, I like. Too. I am very excited to to um to see what they do with the second one. Um, I hope they continue to use the same actress. I think they probably will. I think that's the point. Um, I cannot wait to see who they cast as like the uh, the other the villain the villainous girl. I can't remember her name off the top oh, of my yeah. head. The, um, like the, Abby, I think. I think it's Abby. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see who they cast as Abby. Um, extremely buff Abby. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think there, there's um, yeah, there's so much cool world building but also just like really beautiful storytelling in the second one and also i feel like the second se- the second uh, last of part 2 is like very action packed and like very like um moody and atmospheric in a way that like i think the, it, in a way that separates it from the first season uh or the first game um yeah i'm really looking forward to this and i'm looking forward to the new setting cuz i believe it's seattle is the next game i believe so um, yes yeah. So Yeah, looking forward to that, man. Yeah. Definitely. Super good stuff. Um What you got? 
Uh, yeah, uh, Amazon Prime's The Boys outperforms all of Marvel Studios' Disney Plus series to become 2022's most-watched superhero program. Doesn't surprise me one Doesn't bit. Doesn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, no, that show's amazing, and it deserves everything that it's getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that show. I can't wait for it to come back. Yep. Uh, Willem Dafoe has joined Robert Eggers' Nosferatu. Perfect. Yes. Uh, joins Bill Skarsgård, Lily Rose Depp, and Nicholas Holt on the upcoming horror reimagining. Nicholas Holt um, doing yet another vampire. Another movie. vampire. I know. Maybe that's his new uh, his new, his new lane. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as you will remember, Defoe played Max Shrek, a, a real vampire hired to play the iconic Count Orlock in the movie Shadow of the Vampire. Have you seen so Shadow this, of the Vampire? I have not. It's good. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I uh, I need to watch that. Um, it's fun. So the idea behind it is that they're filming a vampire movie, but they use an mm-hmm. actual vampire as the vampire, but they don't understand that it's an actual vampire until it's too late. Gotcha. That's that's very cool and meta. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. I'm reading here in the comments of this uh, this post on Screen Thrill. Uh, it says um, every source reporting uh, on this story is saying that Bill Skarsgård is playing the vampire and Willem Dafoe is uh, playing Renfield. Right. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, Bill Skarsgård will do an amazing job. Um, he's so good as uh, <laughs> as Pennywise. Yes. I think uh, he'll be amazing as Nosferatu. I think he will be too. Yeah. He's he's carving quite the lane out of himself as a character actor. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's you you need a weird monster guy, you hire Bill Skarsgård. Good old Billy Billy Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um what else we got here? Uh Phoebe Waller-Bridge is set to write a Tomb Raider TV series for Amazon. Okay, great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Tomb Raider. Uh, I like those two Tomb Raider movies that we got with um, Alicia Vikander, um, and mm-hmm. I like I like Tomb Raider as a property. So I'm I'm very interested in a TV show. That sounds really fun. Yeah, the one with Alicia Vikander wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was trying to follow mm-hmm. the video game, right? Um, which just do the video game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, not looking to. Exactly. I'm not looking for a new spin on it. Yeah, um, me either. But uh, but yeah, uh, I like the video games. Video games are great. Yeah. So the if they do great. it, so if they do it more like that, and more like true to the the nature of the video game, then I'm all I'm all bored. Totally. Um, uh, let's talk about this because I don't think we've talked about it yet on the show. Um, Justin Roiland is out at uh, at yes. and Morty. Um, he there he's allegedly been accused of some uh, domestic uh, violence allegations, and uh, he is cu- currently doing all of the legal stuff with that. And uh, because of that, Adult Swim has decided to end its partnership with Justin Roiland. But they're going to continue to make uh, Rick and Morty, um, which probably means they're going to recast Morty mm-hmm. um, and every other character he plays. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that that has to happen. But do you think... Um, I think I think this show in particular is like the one show that like... That features, yes, I think his voice has has become uh, uh, iconic uh, in in terms of that show. But I think because of the nature of that show and sort of like the the meta sort of like crazy chaotic nature, multiversal kind of 
nature of that show, I think they can recast him and mm-hmm. and go on from there. And I think you know we might miss his voice, but I think you can you can effectively recast and and not lose because I think the the ultimate strength of that show is the writing. I was gonna say it's um, the writers' room. Yeah. So like, as long as the writing is consistent and 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 doesn't uh, decline, I think the show will be fine. Um, and what's his name is still involved, is still playing Rick. So I think we're, uh, I think we're good. Yeah, but yeah. We'll see. I wonder Wait. who will get the cast. Who will get the uh, who will get the role? I don't know, man. Um, yeah, that's. I'm sure some. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there vying for it. Yeah, I wonder if they go for a name actor or if they go for a voice actor. Probably a voice actor to kind of approximate the Morty voice. Yeah, I, I say that's the move. Just get a get a really talented voice actor. And then well, you got to go you got to get somebody to do Rick Sanchez because Justin Roiland does Rick Sanchez as well. Oh, I thought that was um, Dan Harmon. The other guy. Yeah, I thought that was no. Dan Harmon. Dan oh, okay. Harmon doesn't do voices. Justin Roiland does Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then they definitely need Rick. To, yeah. Uh, well, to Rick is such an iconic voice. That's going to be hard to match like one for one. It'd be like if you oh, tried to yeah. do like if you got me to do Peter Griffin. Like I could get it close, but it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I wonder if they're gonna try to, because there's kind of two ways you can go about it. Like you can recast and just fi- and just approach it differently, and then explain it away through like the 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 machinations of the show, the magic of the or, show. Yeah, yeah. Or you could try to find like they did with um, Cleveland Brown on Family Guy. Just try to find someone who like can do a really good impression and hire them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know which route they're gonna go. Um, to me, for my money, I would imagine that they're going to just find the best actor that they can and mm-hmm. then just like explain it through the magic of the show. Get it close. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the essence of the characters won't change, but right. Um, if their voices change, you know, um, so be it. And there'll be, I'm sure there'll be some, there'll be, there'll be jokes about it for a while too. Um, you guys sound different. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. What, so, what, what show, What show did they do that with where they acknowledged the fact that they changed characters? Um, are you thinking of Fresh Prince? No, but that is a good example of that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, I remember that, uh, that that episode. They make like the – because they replace the actress and on the first episode of the second season, uh, Will's like, you know, ever since – because that was also when they introduced the – I think it was the third season actually – when they introduced the new baby character. And they're like mm-hmm. – uh, <laughs> Will's like, you know, Viv, ever since you had this baby – You've been different. And then everyone kind of laughs and he looks at the <laughs> That's camera. Right. Yeah. Um, That's right. There'll be something like that, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, um let's see. Um, and then I so I think that's all because I think we talked about the Buster Keaton thing last week. Right? And the Brendan uh, Fraser. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that stuff. Yeah, we last talked week. about that stuff last week. Yeah, because there's Okay, uh, cool. Yep. All right. That's all the DMs. I guess we can slide out of the DMs. Um, I like the clip I sent you of Jake Gyllenhaal realizing that he was in a movie with Dennis Quaid and he played his son, but he he didn't know because they were never in the same room together. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I bet that happens a lot. Like I can't imagine what it's like to be a, like an actor, especially in like a Marvel movie or like a movie where like, um, so my buddy Peter, um, is in everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he's in the he's in he's one of the uh, the characters in the like uh, in the future mm-hmm. um, story, like the future reality where like you know they're in that kind of like um, they're in that bunker thing, and they're mm-hmm. like they're sort of like the Michelle Yeoh Prime's like team or whatever that's sending okay. her into different. Um, they're like the the control center people. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's like one of them. Oh, cool. And like. And so, yeah, they're, I mean, they're in the movie for about five, ten minutes, and they, like, but they're, like, imagine being in that one scene and, like, not knowing anything about what else is going on in the movie, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, the compartmentalized, the, movie, like, the compartmentalized we nature, yes, the compartmentalized nature of movies, like, makes it so yeah. that you kind of work in a vacuum sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to work on a Marvel movie, like doing all the green green screen stuff, and then finally seeing it and all the stuff like oh as it right comes to life like like imagine being crazy. an actor like like Paul like let's take Paul Rudd for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania right mm-hmm. like they're in they're in front of a green screen pretty much ninety percent of the time yep so it's like you gotta be like it's gotta be amazing when you finally like watch it like we'll finally yeah. see the finished product and it's like yeah. Oh wow! This is what we were doing. Yeah, Espe- or like especially when you're watching like uh, like when you're watching like the like the digital double of yourself do stuff that like you didn't even like know. You know what I mean? Like, right. imagine being Tom Holland and watching Spider Man. And yeah, sure, a lot of the stunts you filmed, but there's like probably sixty, well, maybe not sixty, or maybe sixty at this point. Like sixty percent of the the performance is a digital double with your like yeah. your voice over it. So like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine watching that. It's like, oh, that. Like, imagine seeing a digital version of yourself, like doing all the shit Spider Man does. I bet that's a really cool feeling. Yeah, I, I, I would liken it to the same feeling as if you get an action figure made out of yourself. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. That's probably that's probably a very similar feeling. When I was a kid, that's how I knew I would. I like that's the benchmark I set for myself. I was like, I'll know I've made it if I get an action figure if made out of get, figure, get an yeah. action figure. So yep. far, that has not come to fruition. I think I'll die without <laughs> it happening. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Say lovey. Yeah, um, I'm sure we can. I'm sure there's someone out there who like oh, they on do. Etsy or something who makes the, uh, action figures. <laughs> there's an action figure company that if you send them a picture of you, they'll put your head on an action figure. So I could be oh, dead cool if I wanted to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. Um, all right. What other? Uh, any other news you got? No, no more news. Uh, oh, um, except. Uh, Will Smith went on Instagram or whatever socials to uh, announce a couple little details that uh, were that Bad Boys Four is happening. Oh, okay. It has finally entered pre-production, and yeah, uh, yeah we're going to get another Bad Boys movie. What do you? What, how do you Mike, feel about that? Is it Michael Bay? Directing? It is Michael Bay. Okay, um, I believe. I'm, Let me double check. I'm okay with it. Um, the last one was not great. No. But I enjoy Will Smith and Martin Lawrence enough, and I enjoy the first two movies enough to be willing to sit through another one. I hope it's good. I hope it's better than the last one, but uh, we'll see. No um, no news on who's directing. Oh, okay. But Jerry gotcha. Bruckheimer's back producing. Okay, so maybe yeah. they will get Michael Bay. Uh, and if, even if not, like, as long as the director is, you know, capable action Competent. director, I think yeah. you can, yeah. Well, all right. Shall we dive into the emotional roller coaster that is The Last of Us? Dude, I'm not even done. I have like 10 minutes left on the episode because I didn't know it was an hour and 15. Yeah, it's a long and, one. But like, 
God, where I had to pause it to record today about it? Oh, my word. So where'd you pause? Where'd you leave off? They just drank the wine. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm sitting downstairs before recording, just crying my eyes out while my dog's looking at me like, are you okay, bro? Yeah. Well, to be fair, the the last... uh, Basically, you've you've completed their story, and the last 10, 15 minutes is basically catching... Ellie and Joel up to it, it and like seeing the resolution of okay. w- you know what they were coming to the the house for. Cool. Um, so you you haven't you you haven't missed much. Okay. Uh, cool. Left. Um, but this episode, man, um, is crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the in the game, if I remember correctly, I don't think we get any of those flashbacks. It's all just kind of like told through dialogue mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, in the game, Bill is much like he actually survives and is much more like a uh, he's much like meaner and kind of like basically the death of uh, of Frank kind of pushed him to a place where he's like kind of even more crazy than he was in the beginning. Right. Um, but you, but it's because he loved Frank so much. And that's kind of uh, the way he is in the game. Um, so this, this for those who, who don't know. Um, this episode is, uh, basically Joel and Ellie have left the quarantine zone, uh, to go search for Joel's brother. And Joel is like, I need to stop, uh, over and get some equipment from a buddy, from a friend, basically. Um, and that buddy is Bill. Uh, Bill was a, uh, a survivalist type character who built a bunker under his house long before, uh, the, the zombie outbreak. And so when that uh, the outbreak happens, he's totally prepared and they evacuate his city and stuff like that. And they don't know he's there. And at at that point, that's like a dream for him. He's by himself. He can do all the things he wants. He, you know, builds like a little farm, a little garden, builds a fortress. Yeah, he builds like a whole (laughs) fortress. He builds like a fence around his street. um, Electrified with rocket like (laughs) shotgun like tubes and random holes like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he he goes full, you know, full survivalist wet dream um, until um, and, and it goes a couple years, I think like three years or three something years, like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then uh, someone falls into one of his traps, like one of his like um, pits, uh, pits uh, and it's this guy named Frank and Frank has just left the Baltimore quarantine, quarantine zone where everyone is dead uh, and he's trying to get to Boston but um, asks to get something to eat because he hasn't eaten in two days. Um, they share a meal and fall in love, wouldn't you know it? Um, and it's very tender. Uh, uh, you, it's played as if Bill was probably closeted for a long yeah. time. Um, and sort of Frank helps him uh, realize who he is. And they they continue to live together. They basically live together for the rest of their lives. And now this all takes place... 30 years before now mm-hmm. and so we're kind of just watching them throughout the years like their relationship grow and like um, when they first decide to like allow strangers in which is Tess and Joel and they they they, they serve as like their two friends that they see every once they in a come while over for dinner <laughs> yeah and it's just very sweet it's just it's just it's it's un it's like in a show that's supposed to be about zombies um they I love the fact that they're like no man we're just gonna take an hour to sh- to have a very tender love story. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> like, my god! Like it's just it, it's it, you're just watching a movie. You're watching a movie. A, you're watching a romantic drama uh, about 
two men falling in love in you know at the end of the world basically and uh, and then at the end um you know frank gets sick he has some kind of illness that they're not sure what it is because they can't get an mri but they they know it's neurological in nature um and basically uh bill you know in they're both in old age and he basically is caring for him and then frank decides hey i'd like to go out on my own terms uh before this gets any worse he's in a wheelchair at this point and so he says i want you to give me one last good day um i want you to take i want you to take me to the town and we're going to pick out clothes that i pick out and you'll you'll wear what i yeah, ask I you to yeah i love that line like and you'll <laughs> yeah. wear what i pick <laughs> yeah exactly um, it was so cute oh it god was. it was it's adorable man and then it's like you're I, i'm going to marry you and then i want you to cook us a, a wonderful meal and then i want you to crush up these pills all of them and put them in my wine and then i want to fall asleep in your arms and it, they do exactly that but the 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 twist i guess if you can call it that is that bill has decided that he also wants to die in the arms of his love because before he met frank um uh survival was his only purpose and uh, outliving everyone else was his only purpose because he didn't know what it was like to truly love, and he he didn't know what it was like to live Frank. his life. Yep, and he hadn't lived his life until Frank came along. Oh God, mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, yes. And so he decides, you know, I was looking for a purpose, and I found it. You are my purpose. And he had secretly uh, spiked the entire bottle full of the medicine, and so they both um, die in their each other's arms in bed. Uh, and then Joel, yeah, and then and then Joel and Ellie show up later, and 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 I won't spoil it for you, but, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, we we should say that um, Bill is played by Nick Offerman, of course, wonderfully um, played by Nick Offerman, wonderful play, wonderfully played. Do we know the other actor's name? I I, I don't, I, but I'll look it up here. Um, yeah, let's let's look that up because he it deserves. Up. He also deserves just like much. just a massive round of applause. Yes, I think it's Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Murray that Bartlett. Sounds, is that his sounds name. right. Oh, he's Australian. That's cool. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. Um, let's see what else he's been in because he was great. I didn't recognize him at first, but he, he's great. Um, Murray Bartlett. Let's see. Where is his? Oh, he's in Welcome to Chippendales, that new show that's on oh, right now. Okay. He's, he's in, in White, the White Lotus. Oh, okay. He's in the White Lotus. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's always like one thing these people are like in that's like, oh, that's why he got this job. You know yeah, exactly. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He's also he's in a, he's in a bunch of TV. He's like a TV actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, he's, he's in, in three episodes, episodes of Iron Fist. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He's yeah. He's kind of everywhere. He was in an episode of Limitless. Uh, yeah. He's done a lot of TV. He's great. Um, he's wonderful in this. Um, I think Nick Offerman and 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 this guy are just truly remarkable in this episode. Like their it is, chemistry is off the charts. The chemistry is amazing. It's um, it's so tender. Like it's it's just it's the most real thing I've seen on TV in such a long time. I was gonna say it's the best hour of television I've seen in a very very long time. Yeah, like. You'd be hard pressed to find an episode of TV better than this. Um, no, and, it's so well written. Yeah, it's 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 truly amazing. And not only is it like just an amazing piece of storytelling, but it also 
still feels like cohe- like a cohesive part of this show. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just done so well, man. Like it's just it, Yeah. It's it's if you're going to watch one episode of the show, you have to watch this one. Yeah, you know it's I mean? episode 3. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Um just give them their Emmys now. Like it's just Yeah. What a beautiful Let um, them clean up, man. Yeah. What a beautiful uh storytelling oh this this episode ripped my heart out and stomped on it on the ground like it was just oh i was yeah it's it's um it's uh i like the device that they're using with the storytelling of the show where there's like they're run like running parallel to the like the sort of the narrative we're watching of like joel and and um, Ellie, on the, whatever, you know, on the main journey that they're on, mm-hmm. I love that they're running parallel with like flashbacks to see how this um, outbreak affected other people and like yeah. how people's lives were changed by this. I think it's just it makes everything so much more interesting. And it's just, oh, dude, Whew, I like I <laughs> like I was so I was watching this high last night and it was just like. Dude, I was so emotionally invested. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm emotionally oh, yeah. invested. I was not when I watched it, but I was emotionally invested, man. I was crying yeah. like a baby. It was yeah. bad. And and it's what's what's uh, I think the greatest part of this episode is that, you know, they set up um, they set up the char- the idea of the character in the second episode when they start hearing the music, the 80s music over the radio. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, something is wrong. Um, but we don't. So when we go to the flashback to see Bill. Um, we don't we don't necessarily know that that's who's playing the music. So right. because of that, we don't know where the, his story is going. I didn't know they were gonna die. Like I no. didn't because in the game, Bill survived. So like I I I didn't know. I thought both of them might survive. I didn't know. I knew they would probably change something for the TV show, but I didn't. I did not know that it was going to play out the way that it did. And I thought it was just it was so beautiful, man. I didn't and see it coming, and it hit yeah. me. It sidelined me, dude. Like yeah. I was just enjoying this wonderful romantic love story, and then Frank got sick, and I was like, oh no, yeah, no, no, not Frank, not Bill, not Bill and Frank. Leave them alone. And it was a great. I think it was a great misdirection to because uh, there's a scene. That happens before that, uh, where they're they're go. It's just a, a scene to show that their their love is continuing to grow for each other, and they're like going for a jog, and yes. Nick Offerman is having trouble keeping up, and he's like kind of in pain. He's like, "I'm sorry for growing older faster than you," and um, and so you kind of you kind of feel like that's foreshadowing for his death, um, but then it actually turns out that Frank is the one that gets sick. And well, then Bill just, gets shot by the by the raiders right and he gets shot by the raiders so that could have been the the end for him um but no they they both persevered through so much together and uh one might say because they were together right um and it's just it's so powerful man it's just a, it's just literally a full-throated endorsement of hey man if you get the opportunity to love somebody please do it you know just what I do mean? it like, yeah it's worth it just do it no matter what stage of your life you're at like if you exactly. find someone that you can like if you're truly like in love with somebody just go for it yeah and i do that like that it's just such a beautiful sentiment it and it's really just a is. wonderful um yeah, man, just a wonderful story. Well, it's an uh, especially poignant message, especially like especially poignant message when it's couched in the message of the rest of the show, where it's like life right. is like worth nothing, and you yeah. know what I mean. Like, I mean, that's what the show's trying to say. It, it's what the reality of the world they live in is like. Right. You know, we're all dying, but the mm-hmm. the reality of the, the TV show, what it's trying to say is like life is worth it. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like life is precious. And I really uh, no. I mean, it's only episode three, so they haven't had a lot of, you know, chances to tell that, tell that message. But I think that this episode really, really did a, an amazing, incredible job of really hammering that home. It's going to be hard to like, it's going to be hard to, to top this episode. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh man, it's like, where do you go from here? I know, know right? It's like, man, it felt like such an emotional peak. Um, So I'm interested to see like how they continue the show from here. But yeah, it's, it's so good. The acting is, is phenomenal. Um, There's so much uh, for, for, like two characters that we only see for one episode, like there's just so much depth to them that just comes across in the performance. Um, yeah. the, they don't give us much about their backgrounds before they meet each other. Um, I don't think they give us anything really um, before they meet each other. And it's just, we, we totally get who they are as people just based on some very clever, I think sequences um, about, you know, that, that when they're both playing the piano, I think mm-hmm. it says a lot about their characters. Um, uh, but and and how they interact over dinner and like the comments they make about the wine and but like so much of who they are as characters is just in their performance and it right. is it's like a masterclass in acting like it's just they're phenomenal dude like just dude. give them all the awards just do I it I know yeah. this episode this episode specifically needs to win something yeah 100% like this is the best episode of TV I've seen in uh maybe ever yeah, it might be. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's crazy, man. Like it's so it is so fantastic. Nick Offerman is so talented. Um Yeah, man. Yeah. Woo. Um I'm trying to think uh what other uh what else besides that is there in the episode that we can talk about? Um Joel yep. and Ellie get an opportunity to shower and change their clothes. Oh, you might not have seen that yet. I haven't Sorry. seen that yet. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Look, I've played. So, here's where I'm at. I've played the games. Gotcha. So I know the rough. You know, <clears throat> I just don't yeah. know the particulars about the show. Yeah, so I mean, it plays out pretty much like the game does. Uh, you, you'll you, so it's it's fine. You you haven't missed. You've seen everything in the in the in the show that's different from the game. You've right. seen. Okay. So um, yeah, and they uh, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, so basically, uh, do you want to talk about it or you just want to wait to watch the ending? No, let's talk about it. Okay, yeah, so basically, jo- Joel and Ellie, um, uh, arrive to the, the, the neighborhood, uh, to Bill's neighborhood, and, um, they go in the house, and there's, like, a, a letter, and the, the, the bedroom door is locked, mm-hmm. and, uh, there's, like, a letter on the table, and yeah, you basically, don't need to see Ellie... That. Yeah, Ellie. Yeah, I'm so glad we didn't see it. Um, <laughs> that would just that's gonna make me like if we saw it, I would just be like, <laughs> right. And I think I think if they were further along in in like because basically the timeline, uh, they it's not explicit exactly, mm-hmm. but they show up basically just like a few days after they die because oh. the food on the table is still there and it's oh, like yeah. barely even like decomposed. Right. Yeah. It's like barely rotted, so like um, it, it like they they probably missed it by like three or four days. Um, yeah, it's God. it's rough. So they find a letter on the table and a and a car key, and and the letter is from Bill, and he basically is like um, uh, to whoever finds this, but probably Joel. Um, I'm just obviously paraphrasing from memory, but he basically is like, you know, um, 
I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't call you a friend, but uh, I respect you. You know, in classic, classic uh, Nick Offerman style. And, and I was just uh, saying, Bill seems like one of those guys. If you've earned his respect, like that goes a long, long mm-hmm. way. That's better than being a friend. It's better than being um, a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, please don't come in the bedroom. Um, we left the window open so that the house wouldn't smell, but there will be a sight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, he said, basically, like, yeah, you can take whatever you want. Like, I leave everything to you, uh, take my truck, take whatever you need, and, um, you know, take. And then he says, uh, there's one moment where he says, uh, uh, Ellie is reading it, and he's like, take whatever you need, and just uh, basically, like, I found my purpose, I found the reason for blah, blah, blah. So make sure you, you know, you keep uh, tests safe. And Ellie's kind of like, oh, I don't want to read that part. And then uh, Joel takes a note and reads it, and obviously, he has to have a moment because. He feels like that's what he failed to do. Yes. Um, But he realizes that his new purpose is basically to protect Ellie. And so basically we just, based on the realization of what Bill went through with Frank, um, inspires him to like basically accept the call to like keep Ellie safe. And so Mm -hmm. now like we're in full Last of Us video game mode now. They get their traditional video game outfits uh, Ellie has the red T-shirt with like the long sleeves underneath, and then mm-hmm. uh, Joel has his like greenish button-up shirt, and and he even like trims his hair a little bit, so it looks a little bit more like the game hair. Um, and yeah, they're going on from there to Wyoming to find Joel's brother, and they have a truck and more guns. El- oh, oh, Ellie also. Uh, Joel is very adamant about not giving her a gun, but she right. sneaks and takes the one <laughs> out of the drawer that um, Frank got. Frank got yeah, so she yeah, takes when Frank's the Raiders gun. Came. Yep. So she now has secretly has a gun, and um, they're on their way to Wyoming, which is great because she's a little psychopath. When she was down in that basement, stabbing that infected in the in the friggin' head. Yeah, she was getting she was working she was working through some things. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm not yeah. knocking it. I'm like, look, yeah. process how you got to process, girl. Yeah. But like, <laughs> exactly. I'm a little worried um, about you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it, I think that that uh, serves two purposes too, because I think that it serves to show that like those things are not invulnerable. Like a quick stab to the brain will do it. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like So that that's also good for them to know. Um, but yeah, that uh, that that sequence was crazy too. Like yeah, I I think the fungal aspect of these zombies is so interesting. I know. Um, and that if you just leave them long enough, they just become this like giant fungus that's like part of whatever the like the part of the wall. Like, I just yeah. think that's so interesting, dude. Um, the, the creature design for this show is out of control. It's so it's good. The makeup and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's great. Makes um, my skin crawl every time I see one. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> it <laughs> like really all the is. Mushrooms and shit. It's really dude. Nasty. Cordyceps fungus is like is hor like yeah. I knew about it before the games came out or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's horrifying. Yeah, it's it's gross. Um, but yeah, man, um, uh, such an amazing episode of TV. You have any more thoughts? Not really. It was so good. Like I wasn't prepared for how good it was. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, this episode's so good." I was not ready. <clears throat> I wasn't ready to go on that kind of emotional journey mm-hmm. in this show. Um, yeah. I'm glad we did, but I was not prepared. Yeah, I, I knew based on social media posts and stuff like that, I knew this was like a Bill episode and I I knew that they would probably show like some flashback, but I didn't know that it was just going to be an hour long 
like love story. I thought maybe we'll spend like 20 minutes in the past and then like and then we'll right. you know have an episode where they're interacting with Bill and Right, that's what I know, thought. Yeah. But the fact that they just took an hour to tell like this love story I think is just um gives me hope for the rest of the show that they're mm-hmm. not afraid to like like it it shows me that their first priority is to make really compelling TV as opposed right. to like let's just put the game on screen. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, I like that they're doing both. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's it gives me hope for the future too. Um, yeah. Cuz there's a lot of games I would like to see get this treatment. This makes me really excited for something like a Metal Gear Dude, series. We um, could get Red Dead 2. Red Dead would be an amazing series to do. Um yeah, actually that would be amazing. Um Dude, watching watching people go on Arthur Morgan's journey, ugh, <laughs> yeah. ugh, jeez, yeah. talk okay. about something that makes you cry. Like I played that game probably three times through, and every time I come through, come to the end, always makes me cry. Yeah, like his last you, sun, his last sunrise. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Red, Red Dead Two is is another one of those games that's like a masterpiece to me. That like it's, I yeah. think uh, would be would be an amazing um, series like this to get this. Treatment. I agree. And there's you know, enough. We can do, Sorry, Hollywood can do. I was just gonna say Hollywood can do westerns with their eyes closed. So like, I think this would be really cool. To, well, typically to see. lately they have been doing westerns with their eyes closed, which yeah, is why the westerns yeah, have been yeah, so terrible. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Someone's not looking out, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, yeah, well, but when they're when Hollywood wants to do it well, they do it really well. So I'm I'm totally. I'm looking forward to. Hopefully they do something with that. Um, I know that they're doing a. Um, um, was it Bioshock? Was the another show that I think so? I think they're doing Bioshock. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Keep these video game shows coming. Um, if they're if they're anything like this one, then uh, well, it then just will be in good hands. I like it because for so long, video games have been maligned as this like, oh, it's for kids, and it's like, no, this is an action. This is an art form. This is a storytelling art form, and you're doing yourself disservice by not playing these stories or like working your way through, because like. And not every massive game like that is, you know, good. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is huge and it's okay. Like it's, yeah. I skipped portions of the story because I was just like, just get to the slash and grab stuff. Yeah. But like, but with Red Dead, I'll watch both of them. I'll watch every cinematic. I'll pay attention yeah. to it. I watch it like it's a movie, you know? Yeah. And it's, and I think, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. And I was just like, but like for so long, video games have been maligned as this thing. But that's mm-hmm. because that's but the people that malign video games as being just for kids or not a worthy like venue or you know vehicle um, mm-hmm. for art are people that haven't kept up with the bit with the with the with the state of the art. You right. know, they still yeah. think it's they still think video games are like Frogger, and it's yeah, like no, exactly. it's come a long way. Yeah, I mean, essentially they're playable movies now. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think like there's so many games out right now that I would love to see get this treatment. God of War is in development, mm-hmm. so we're gonna yep. get that. So eventually. we're getting that. That's good. Uh, the, oh, man, I just finished playing the 2018 one, so I'm mm-hmm. about to start playing the remaster here in a, probably in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, not the remaster, but the the, the newest one. Ragnarok. The new one, yeah. Um, but yeah, that first one is great. Um, the storytelling is great. Um, yeah, I think the relationship between Kratos and Atreus is great. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see Grand Theft Auto Five get this treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, that would or be even a, Vice City. Like Vice really, City would be cool. Yeah, Vice City would be great. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five would be an amazing uh, thing to do. Uh, it would be a wild because, out movie. <laughs> yeah, especially with yeah. the character of Trevor and what he gets up to. 
Yeah, I, I feel like you almost have to do it as a as a series because there's just so much mm-hmm. storytelling going right. on. Like I, you'd need like the first three episodes would have to be like the the, the three character introductions. Like you right. get the Michael character, then you get the Franklin character, or I think it happens the opposite way. I can't Franklin character name. first introduces you to the Michael character. The Michael character then introduces you to the Trevor character. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, just make that. Just make that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. it's so good. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it already. Plus, it um, would be fun to film in L.A. Oh, yes, dude. And, and, like a, a, and it's great because that that game gives you so much. It gives you sort of like a... It's a heist show where they're constantly pulling heists, but it's also like this like weird like like action comedy. Yes. Like, it's just like... <laughs> it hits like a, weird, a lot of beats. It's like a weird family comedy with like uh, with Michael and his yep. family. It's also like a weird kind of like um, satire on like LA culture and mm-hmm. just like like there's so much there, dude. It's so it's such fertile ground. Like just do it, just do yeah. it already. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you gotta it's, have yeah. an episode. You gotta have a part of an episode where one of them goes to a tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the barbers. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, uh, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, I really want to. I really want to see that. Now. I know. I really want to play that game again. I know. Um, Maybe I'll download it today. That's such a fun, crazy game. Oh, it is. Um, yeah, I would love to see that game get that treatment. Like, there's so many games I would love to see get made uh, that way. But, um, yeah, man, Last of Us episode three, going down in history. One of the best episodes of TV. Yeah, Absolute masterpiece. masterpiece of television. Absolutely, and any, all right. Any visual like medium storytelling anywhere, it just yeah, wow, yeah, wow, wow. Yep. Well, all right, dude. Um, I guess that we can wrap it there. Yeah. Um, people can find you online. You can find me online. All right. You can find me at Asan the DJ on social media. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at weeklyregular.com and Weekly Regular on social media. Derek, thank you so much for hosting with me yet again, and we will see y'all next week. Thank you.